This is CliffCentral.com. Animal Central on CliffCentral.com. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Animal Central time. I'm Sharon Dale, and yes, today is my last show. I've been doing Animal Central for the last, well, it's just over a year now. I've been having so much fun on this show. I was sitting this morning driving in in the car and thinking about all the amazing guests and all the wonderful people that I've had on the show. I mean, in terms of animals, we've had everything. We've had bearded dragons in here. We've had snakes. We've had spiders. We've had too many dogs to even mention. Um, I, I think we've actually had every kind of animal in the show. And in fact, last year, this time, when I walked in, I just said to um, one of the producers, Duncan, I said to him, where's the Christmas tree? Because there used to be a Christmas tree in the corner last year. And I remember us talking to um, a pit bull rescue uh, organization. And one of their pit bulls left us a very nice gift under that Christmas tree, which caused all kinds of chaos in the studio. So it, it's been such a great ride. You know, we started the show. I was co-hosting. Well, initially we took over. Over from Leanne, who did an amazing job, and then I co-hosted with uh, the awesome Jonathan Sinclair, who moved on sort of halfway through this year, and I've had such a great time, and and I hope that we've educated you. I hope that you've learned something from this show, because that's the whole point is is to, is education. Because you know, yeah, I'm a bit of an animal activist. It's it's where my passion lies with animals. All animals. And, um, as you know, I, I publish a magazine called Canine Zone magazine, which is the only magazine exclusively dedicated uh, to dog owners. And, and next year we're going to grow Canine Zone. It's, it's been doing so well. Our Facebook wall, Canine Zone is so interactive. We, we share stories on there. We, we, Look at the amazing animals up for adoption right now. We, we give you a laugh. There's a lot of funny videos out there and we've got incredibly busy. And, and next year, you know, I'm going to also be launching a, a marketing company specializing in the pet care industry because I think there's so much more that can be done and so much education that needs to get out there. So I hope that those of you that's been listening for the last year and a half have learned something, have sometimes smiled, sometimes cried. I think we've had a lot of very sad, you know, stories on the show. And, um, as for me, I'm not going away. I'm going to be on standby. Ainsley Hay is going to be taking over from me. If she can't make it for any reason, I will be in studio. And I'm also going to come in, in as a guest, as one of her guests, every two months, just to let you know what I've been up to and what's been happening in the canine zone world. And uh, so it's not goodbye at all. And also, if you want to follow my crazy antics, you can follow me on Canine Zone on Facebook. So I just want to thank you all for tuning in, for listening, for your messages for your phone calls it's really been so much fun and I hope you give Ainsley as much support as you've given me uh, I think uh, animal show on Cliff Central is so so very important because people need to know what's happening out there and we need to care for our sentient beings you know it's such a cliche people saying be the voice for the voiceless but it's true because they can't ask for help they can't say please stop you know the pain the abuse um they can't do that. We have to do it for them. And, um, you know, I've always been a crazy dog lady, but, you know, the last five years doing Canine Zone has just opened my eyes to actually what is going on out there. And it's, 
There's a lot of sadness, a lot of abuse and torture of animals, but there's also a lot of good news. A lot of people who are helping. The, the shelter managers that I've had in the studio over the last year and a half, th- these people, I always call them animal angels because that is what they are. They have given up so much to help our sentient beings. And, and I bless them all. I really think it's, it's just amazing what they do. And I think people worldwide are starting to go, hold on a second. We are so tied in with nature, with our animals, that if we don't take care of them and we don't take care of nature, what is going to be left for us and our children one day? Nothing. And I, and I saw a post this morning on, um, um, I think it was on Instagram from Katy Perry and we just played her song Raw where she was pleading with people to please wake up to climate change, to please make a difference because we can't just go around with blinkers on and live our little lives and, and hope for the best because it's going to come back and bite us in the ass one of these days. But changing tune a little bit here, we've got, I've got two amazing guests in studio today. One, Scotty Valadeo, who in my opinion is one of the best animal behaviorists in the country. I think she's been here before. It's our, she's a repeat guest. I had to get her in today to talk about, you know, what our pets have to go through now at the end of the year. And then we've got our VIP in the December issue. I've got actress Stevie French in studio with Samantha. And if you listen carefully, you would hear Samantha snorting into the microphone. Samantha's our VIP in the December issue. And she's a, a, the sweetest little thing. She's just been adorable. Well, so thank you so thank much. Thank you for, for coming us. in today. I Absolutely. really appreciate it. Now, I'm going to start with you, Stevie. Samantha is a. Boston, Boston Terrier. Terrier. That's right. She's just Best adorable. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting when you have guests. I think a lot of people get no, this love for a breed. Yeah. And and it's so difficult to No, I'm I'm literally get. one of those people who has absolutely no boundaries with my yes. dog. Like I will if people invite me over for dinner, I'll be like, Oh great, can I bring Samantha? Can I bring some- and my husband will kick me under the table and go, like, you can't just ask people that. I say, Why? Why can't I bring her? She's amazing. Have you met her? Yeah, she's your fur child. <laughs> oh for sure. There you go. And she's got a full name. She's Samantha Martin. She's Samantha Martin. Well, I'm Miss so- Samantha I'm sorry. Martin. Like, how would you feel if you didn't have a surname? Absolutely. <laughs> It's it's quite funny. My my son works with and tries to help and rescue reptiles, mm-hmm. and he'll he'll get something in that was thrown away at a pet store or something, and he'll yeah. go, "Okay, its name is Chubbs," and I go, "That's such an odd name." You go, huh, why is that its name? Oh, he just knows. <laughs> he it knows came to him in a moment. <laughs> yes, yeah. I think they know their names. So now you're in the next issue. You're our VIP. Yes. Tell us a little bit about Samantha. Where did when did you get her? So we've had her for coming up to a year now. We, um, we found her, we, we just, it was actually last Christmas mm-hmm. that we decided that, you know, we were finally ready to expand our family. Yes. And, um, we were looking around and like, I'm, I'm now, I'm a part of every Boston Terrier group on Facebook. <laughs> and basically we drove up from Hermanus, which is where my family holidays. And, um, we drove straight to Krugersdorf yes. and like, we didn't even go home. She came and then she just, she was just so Aww, tiny. She was little yeah. when you got her. No, I mean, she was, she was literally, she was the runt of the litter. And so she was, she's been timid from the start. Um, yes. but yeah, she's just the perfect dog. I just love her so much and she's so well balanced. I'm very lucky that, you know, my husband and I, well, I have a very, 
weird schedule is that, you yes. know, it's some days it's all night, some days it's all day and or, or some days I'm at home, you know? Mm. So it's really nice that there's, there's a lot of, um, company for her at home. Yes. And I think that having, being with her in like the formative years of when she was a puppy, I think that did a lot to, um, Quell any, you know, bad behavior because I know that Bosties are kind of known for their chewing and she is a chewer. Like she'll, she'll go to sleep chewing and she'll wake up chewing, (laughs) but she has her toys. And actually, funny enough, last night was the first pair of slip slops of mine in our house that that fell victim to Samantha. <laughs> but, and I, I take a little bit of the blame for it because I was stepping outside and so my, my feet, my shoes were wet and they were going to make a mess. And so I put them on the carpet where her bed is in our mm-hmm. bedroom. And so technically, thanks for the gift, Mom. They were in her space. Absolutely. Exactly. So. And flip, flip, flip flops are so nice and chewy. So and squidgy, <laughs> yes. So. I know. Well, it's great having Scotty as uh, because I, I I know that you know what Samantha's saying is so um, Samantha, not Samantha. Stevie, Samantha didn't say anything. Samantha's kind of quiet. She's, she's, like, very she's quiet. a girl of few words. She's, she's just being admired. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's so true, isn't it, Scotty? Oh, that the formative, well, like children have formative years. Mm. It's the same with puppies. Is absolutely, it not? and this is where uh, puppy school comes in so importantly. Mm. Is they get to meet with so many other dogs other people and mm. you know you've done an incredible job because you take her everywhere with you which yeah. can also be a problem but we won't go there <laughs> <laughs> but um, a lot of people think that puppy school just starts and ends with puppy school it actually doesn't yes. you need to continue socializing that dog so bring it onto the the cliff central show mm-hmm. <laughs> go to Greenstones, yes, go to your yes, shopping centers exactly. and everything so the socialization aspect is huge it is so huge. well done thank you well you know i mean i'm Let's be honest, I, I do take her, I don't take her out as much now that she is bigger because, you know, she is stronger and she's, she has, she's a, she's a real sniffer. And so she loves smelling out everything and giving <laughs> everything a sniff. And so like, um, we went to neighbor, not neighbor goods, um, the four ways farmers market a couple of weekends ago and we took her and like, it just, it's just a bit too much, you know, there's mm. so much going on mm. and people are picnicking and, you know, you don't want to, and my word, not everyone is as dog crazy as yes. I am. And so I try and be very sensitive to that so but I mean we walk four or five days a week off leash in Delta Park or we go to Emerentia and you know that we've been doing that since she was a baby so she's brilliant off leash and I think you know one of the most important things that I could pass on to you know pet owners or any prospective pet owners is recall you know your dog needs to come to you Mm. when when you call them and and I'm very lucky in that from a very young age Samantha recognized her name and came when she was called and so you know I have the ability to I mean I I brought her on leash now just because this is an office and professional environment (laughs) but I mean otherwise I would just you know I, I would just open the door and she would walk with me out the car and it's not to say that she comes every time because if she can see that I can see her then she won't come when I'm calling her. And if she knows she's not doing anything naughty, but if she goes behind a bush and she can't see me, a moment I call her, she'll like come out and check what's going on. It's very important. Very important. And Scotty, I like what you said about puppy school. You know, I've got my two dogs. They're not nearly 10 now. Mm. The one I took to puppy classes. Right. The other one I didn't. 
And I can see the difference. Huge. Yeah. Deezer Huge. gets wow. on with all other animals. Yeah. She loves them. Lolo, not so much. Mm. What a difference that yeah. little it bit does. of training and, and takes. And also the ages. Um, yeah. You know, puppy school should be from about eight weeks through to 16 weeks of age. Yes. Very often you can only get them in at about 10 weeks because they've got to have had their second set of vaccinations. Right. And we do cater for pups who are around the four, five month old age. And by that time, the fear periods have come in mm. because you've got that mm. first 16 weeks weeks of a puppy's life whereby you can basically expose it to everything and anything yes. and it accepts it as part of the norm and you see these little ones uh, I've got two little toy palms that are starting tomorrow and it's oh I can't cope it's right. just they've just gone that little bit so the earlier that people get their puppies into puppy school the better it's not the old days of you know it doesn't go to puppy school until it's five six months old but mm. then it's it's past it no know? no and exactly I, I think that as well the thing that i learned at puppy school wasn't so much that the oh do you, do you hear her <laughs> She's doing her little us snort. A snort. <laughs> so the thing that I learned at puppy school was how to teach her to do the things that I wanted her to do. Absolutely. It's not like for me, her rolling over wasn't necessary. And plus, mm. like she has a funny back and spine and that she's not comfortable on her back. So rolling over for her like wasn't really an issue. Plus, she wasn't very good at puppy school. <laughs> I'd say she got a solid C minor. <laughs> she definitely passed, but she was not at the top of the class. But it's okay because... Because if it teaches you how to interact with your dog, how to teach your dog what you want them to do. And that's the important thing. Like if the only thing that's important to you is that your dog can sit and come come to you when they're called, then you'll learn how to do that. Absolutely. And as you go on, you know, you learn how to how to um um What's it called? Uh, what obedience? Um, to yeah, mm. sit down, stand. Mm. Yeah, or, or yeah. to shout. Like if they've done something naughty, you mm. know, to to punish them in the correct way. I hate that word, yes. but like teach them what not to do. Yes, you know? the no in yeah. the right time yeah. and in the right yeah. voice tone. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I mean, my Deesa didn't do very well at puppy school either. <laughs> but all she wanted to do was play with the other puppies. Yeah. Which was what's the point? That's ab- the point. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Charmaine and I, because we both are behaviorists, take it to extreme possibly mm. is that our first session with our clients at puppy school is they come without their dogs oh, <laughs> okay. wow. yes okay. yeah, they, they get a full behavior session of the what we call the house rules what to do what not to do how to prevent jumping up how to prevent toilet training and everything because once you've got your puppy there with you you know you your eyes and your hands are yes. all over the place yes. so you've got to be yeah it's difficult i mean it's, it's difficult it's tough and and you know you want and as well the dogs are so receptive and they are so perceptive and so you know when you're standing there and you're getting stressed and freaking out because your dog isn't doing it it, from you as well that tension and so because samantha was such a small puppy like you know she would get very scared of big well if bigger dogs came into her space meaning absolutely no harm you know she would kind of snap if she got a little bit nervous and then they would snap and then that's Mm. you know a very bad situation but so i learned for my smaller dog is if I step away from the situation like I can't be near her when she's interacting with other dogs because it gives her like a false sense of um of security me being there and she thinks like oh me and my mom like we can take on anything but you know she really needs to interact with dogs on in her own space and if she can for me if she can run away and I can just give her that space enough to like 
interact independently, mm. then I find that she does much better with bigger dogs. Because Scotty, that's yeah. true, isn't it? That they absolutely. do pick up a lot oh, of fear, tension. Oh, here comes yeah. a bulbul, tense up. Um, and, and we are responsible for our dog's behavior, are we not? It's how we raise them, how we absolutely. teach them. It's yes. just unfortunately people don't always know enough. And a lot of what is out there are the old-fashioned principles of, mm. of training. Mm. You know, so it's, it's an education thing. That's, um, you were talking about education earlier. I mean, how passionate you are about it. And you know, it's my thing as yes. well. Very, very much. Yes. Um, that's why Charmaine and I started the Friends of the Dog website. It's a, a website for all dog owners and it's got over 800 articles. So if anybody wants to know anything, it is there for yes. them. Yes. And that's the basis of it is education. And what I love is when I go to my behavior consults with my clients and it is my passion, you know, and I'm talking about this and they'll say, Oh, I didn't know that. And you, you mm. get a little bit more yes, motivated yes. to talk that little bit more because people really want to know about their right. They do. They do. I think I've seen that. I was saying earlier how things have changed is um, more and more people, you know, before, even when I was a kid and growing up, the dog was in the back garden and that was it. Whereas today they are literally, we are pet parents. These are our fur kids. Um, and we want the best for them. And that includes, you know, nutrition and, you know, all that kind of thing, veterinary care. But behavior is so important. Absolutely. And, you know, because they are so important to us, and especially in the world we're living in nowadays where our pets become even more important as we become a bit more secluded in yes. our homes with violence and things like that, people do tend to treat their dogs too much like their children. Mm. And, you know, there's, there's a fine line. Love your dog, yes, but you've got to have the boundaries. You've got to have the, the base rules. Yes. Um, it's like kids. I mean, if you let your kids run wild and jump all over the chairs and climb up and down the curtains mm. nobody's really going to enjoy your children no, <laughs> Whereas, no. Like and you, you don't enjoy your children either absolutely. and i find that like you know when people don't understand their pets they start to lose that um affection for them not to say they lose the love because you never lose the love but like you know the in love moment becomes very difficult and i think that it's in you you find such a pride when you can interact with your dog yes. in a calm and secure way. Absolutely. Yeah, in an environment. Yeah. Absolutely. I know. It, it really, you are very proud. Before these that I've had, I used to have Rotties and boy, did we train. We did a lot of training with the Meridian Rottweiler League and there was always a sense of pride mm. because people would say, what amazing dogs. Mm. How incredible. And, you know, it, as you say, it, it just makes life easier. It really does. You secure in the knowledge that your dog's not going to go and embarrass you or do something yeah. that's dangerous for it. And it's not, and it's not even to say that, it's not to say that, you know, if you're going to adopt a dog, you need to now go and join the dog breed society mm. and learn how to do tricks and do shows. That, that, I mean, when I, when someone says, oh, can I feed your dog? And I, I give them a treat and I say, sure, just say, Samantha, lie down. And then they go like, and she's just, she's just going to lie down. Mm. And then she just, just lie down. And yes. that's a proud moment for me is that when Samantha wants a treat, she knows that she needs to lie down. And if she jumps up to try and take it, she's not going to get it, you know? Yes. And so you want to, like, even that for me is a 
proud moment. It's a proud moment. Yeah. And I think also it depends what you want. Mm, um, yes, sure. If you want to get into agility or tracking mm, or, mm. or show your dog, I mean, that's, that's very different. It's a lot of fun. And I don't think there's a better way to bond with your dog, but it depends what you, what you want yeah. and what you need your dog to do for you and its behavior in the home. Absolutely. And, and I think the more people who realize that, yeah. the better. Okay. And, and Stevie, now we were, you know, when we asked you the questions for Canine's own magazine, we said to you, I don't even remember what those <laughs> questions were now. We don't said to you, you, you so, you kind of have answered the question already that you're so busy <laughs> and traveling and whatever, mm-hmm. but you've got an infrastructure. You've got people to look after her when you're not around. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's so funny because my husband, a dog is a huge commitment yes, and I don't, is. I've had dogs when in my childhood that, you know, I didn't and, I don't think that I was really taught how to properly mm. care for them, but then I don't think my parents really knew. And yes. so we were all becoming much more educated, which is amazing and brilliant for, you know, our canine friends. Um, but it is a big commitment and you can't just drop, leave at the drop of a hat. No. And you do need to have a support system. And so, you know, my, uh, Samantha will go and either stay with my, um, my in-laws at yes. their house who, then they love her or, you know, my helper will stay over at our house if we're away for the week or the evening or something like that and she she will stay and watch Samantha but also we do bring her along so we've been traveling with her since she was younger as a puppy and she does really well in the car she can do four hours without a stop yes, you know yeah. she just goes in the back seat and has and a again nap. that was training you taught her that exactly yeah but I mean I think that your dog is smart and your dog you know I think we don't give our our pets enough credit is that you know you don't need to sit there and like teach her to, mm. to drive in the car like they'll they'll adapt no, and they they'll do. adapt to your lifestyle you know they do before we go any further just if you've got any questions well certainly for scotty about dog behavior um please get hold of us our number again is 0861 of course we're on twitter at cliffcentral.com and our wechat id is cliffcentral you can also send us a message on wechat so that's very simple. You just tap connect and then you do MSG to show. We'd love to hear from you and any stories you have about your dogs. Now, now talking about that, Stevie, we were due to have Christine Cook from the SPCA in today, in SPCA rather, uh, to talk about pet abandonment at this time of the year. And fortunately, they've got a bit of a crisis. Uh, apparently, we'll read about it in the news today. So I'm keen to see what that is. But You know, this is the time of year. To me, it's one of the saddest times. Yes, I know it's the festive season and everything, but our animals really suffer this time of the year. Absolutely. Because people, I mean, I can't believe how many people actually go, we're going on holiday. Let's hand in the dogs to the SBCA. We'll get new dogs when we get back. It happens. It happens. They go away. I I know myself and Elka de Brain from Nordic Rescue last year. We had uh, people that had gone away and had left three burbuls, one on heat, crying in that back mm-hmm. garden. People just go away. They they think somebody's going to come and take care of the pets. Sometimes it's a young person who couldn't be bothered. And it's such a terrible time of the year. And that's why I asked you that question. People really need to ensure that their pets are safe in a kennel. 
If Absolutely. they can. And, and if they've got something like we were talking about later, fear of fireworks. Yes. I mean, you know, I, I, you see it every year and it breaks my heart of a dog that has actually hung itself. Mm. Or impaled itself. itself mm. Trying to get away from the noise. And mm. even in storms, storm phobic dogs as well. So people really do need yes. To take recognizance of this and do something and about do so. it. And it's very simple. I mean, I don't go on holiday because I can't bear to leave my animals. So anybody but who <laughs> needs animal watching, animal sitting over the holiday, Sharon is your girl. Yeah, my number is. <laughs> no, but it, it's true. I think that, you know, it's very easy to book them into a kennel. It's very easy to get a good house-sitting service. Uh, um, I know house sitters for Africa, for example, and they, they are of these house sitters are all over the country. Yeah. So it is easy to get or, or a family member that's trustworthy. That is the bottom line. line. Trustworthy, Absolutely. not someone that's going to come and throw food down and leave. Um, and I've heard of people, they'll put a bag of dog food out oh, and yes. a dripping tap and off they go yeah. for two yeah. weeks. Not on. No, not, not cool. at all. Then you shouldn't have an animal. And it's, ju- I mean, it's, it's, a, it's so heartbreaking. And, you, you know, you, it's almost like, what do you do? You just have to try and like h- help these people see yes. the error of their ways. But it really is so easy to it take care easy. of and support your pet these days. It's there are so easy. many services that can help you. If people f- coming from like 50 rand a day, people can come and look after your pet. And I think that, you know, it's a response. It's a responsibility that mm. you take on. If yes. you decide that yep. you want to go on holiday, then you need to account for kennel budget for like right. kennel. Stay and if you in can't afford a kennel, then you shouldn't be able to afford a holiday. Quite frankly, I, yeah. you know, I think a lot of what happens, or, or what I see as well, and in, in on my side of it, is uh, emotional purchasing. Okay, yes. they yeah. go past a, a pet shop or somewhere like that, and oh, isn't it cute? Not realizing that well, this lovely little bundle of fluff can be with you for fourteen, yes. fifteen years quite easily. Yes, and can we afford a pet? Um, you know, at, at the risk of actually having less animals in SPCA's and places like that, I wish people would put more thought into it. You know, yes. people will put more thought into going out to buy a car than they will to or get a an, cell phone. Absolutely right. An animal which is going to be living with you and it's going to be with your children. And I think that, mm. you know, further to our conversation about there being more education out there, information is so accessible. Before we decided, before we even decided on the Boston Terrier breed, we did breed like surveys, you know, which breed is right for you. Mm. We read up about all these different breeds that were available, you know, and, um, you know, we, we put a lot of thought and effort into it. Like we said, okay, we want a dog that doesn't shed a lot and that immediately cuts out like a huge range Smart. of breeds. You know? yeah. And then we were actually looking at a Basset. Um, there was a, a Basset puppy that we saw in Hermanus and we were like, oh my goodness, is this our dog? Have the stars aligned? But I went and did some research about the breed and they can go grow to be 50 kilograms yep. and upwards. <laughs> and so, and for me, I don't want a big dog. You know, mm. it's just, that's just yeah, what it's I personal want. Choice. Exactly. Yes. And I don't think anybody should, you know, be, um, be persecuted for their choice of breeds because you know what you are and are not capable of doing. If you are not capable of a five kilometer walk every day with your dog, then, then don't get a border collie. Don't get a border collie. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and realize that a very cute Labrador and Retriever, which is used for advertising so, yeah. so often is a working dog. Yes. yes. To walk it. Yes. Absolutely. And I think that, but, 
But at the same time, I think that, so I think it's very important for your first dog to start with a breed that you can handle and learn learn about the obedience you know training and learn about the things that you need and think and how much things are going to cost samantha um broke her little thumb toe and it cost two thousand rand mm. to get mm-hmm. it stitched yeah, up absolutely. and you know yeah. redone and get it sterilized and so i mean it's it's not cheap or you know if and then do you want to get medical insurance for your pet which is 200 rand a month you know there are a lot of things to think about as they are with welcoming any life form into your home absolutely and but at the same time you know I mean, I only realized how beautiful the parks of Johannesburg were when I <laughs> got a dog. Because you took Samantha. No, oh, yes. I've never been for a, I'd never been to Delta Park in my life before I got Samantha. And dogs do. I mean, give so much back. Absolutely. They, they can help your health. There's scientific mm-hmm. research that says they lower your, your blood pressure. They help with depression. They give so much back. But as you say... Do your research. It's freely available. I mean, Scotty, your website is filled with information. You know, one of the things we've got under there, under the free downloads, is um, two books by Dr. Ian Dunbar, who was my absolute hero. I actually brought him out to South Africa a couple of years ago under the auspices of the ABC. I figured if I couldn't get there, he better come here. (laughs) And he has got two free books there that people can download on before and after getting your Mm. puppy. So if people just know where to look, the information is there for them. Yes. And it makes such a difference. It really does. Well, that's what we try to do in our magazine is get a lot of information Mm. out there, a lot of education. Yes, we talk about the different breeds that are available, but we also talk about the rescues because so many people said there's no better breed than one of these little, uh, who knows what they are, dogs (laughs) that sit in these shelters for years and years and years. And and they actually make the best pets. They are wonderful pets. Oh, they, and and you know what uh, flabbergasts me and it's flabbergasting me even more at the moment. I'm working with Shanaza Friends at the moment. With Deborah Blaine. Thank you very much. I'm having a ball. <laughs> she is. Uh, Deborah yeah, is amazing. She is such a live wire. Yeah. She really is. And you know, we're the dogs I'm dealing with at the moment. I mean, what these owners have done where these dogs are concerned is beyond belief. They have put their lives on the line to help them. These were what Deborah categorizes as um, category threes. Mm-hmm. So they were in really bad shape. Um, you know, they they didn't accept humans um, they were in fear like I have never ever seen in my life and watching them and working with them and you know we, we're doing a variety of different things with them and to watch these dogs starting to open up and to trust mm. and to love again is something beyond we, you belief. wrote us an article in Canine Zone about one of those dogs yes that was actually before I started working yes. with them yes that was Pepper right absolutely right. and you know it, it's I won't say it's not hard, but it's, it's, it's not easy, but it's also not hard. All you actually need are the tools of how do you approach a fearful dog? What do you do? You know, you don't sort of walk up to it straight in a straight line because that signals aggression in the dog world. You don't lean over it and things that we people do naturally and normally. Yes. So there are, I mean, there's articles on that in Canine Zone as well. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Sorry, this little Samantha is trying to get on my lap. No, I don't no. know if I can, can I lift her <laughs> yes, up? Yes, of course you can. She was sitting oh, on no, my lap for the first half mind. of the conversation. <laughs> she's changed her mind. Um, but Stevie, do you... Um, 
I mean, do you think that she's, I mean, from what you've said, mm-hmm. obviously she's changed your life for the better. Oh my she? goodness. Like the love that she has brought and, and purpose, you know, mm. you, we're on those days that you feel like down and that, you know, you don't want, just don't want to get out of bed. Well, honey, if you don't get out of bed, yes. the dog's going to pee in the bedroom. <laughs> And is she destined to be an only child? You know, or are you looking at including somebody else in the family? So I've spoken to, I've spoken to my, my trainer and, uh, well, our trainer, I guess you'd mm. say. And, um, you know, she said to me, if, if you were an only child getting all the attention, all the love, <laughs> would all the you laps, want someone would in you there? want somebody else to enter your life? And also they say that like, I've heard that before a year, it's, you know, if your dog's been an only dog, like you want to give them at least a year. Also, you know, you're bringing in a dog that, that she doesn't adorable. know. She's, <laughs> she's attacking us here. Our engineer is getting a lot of love. Yes. <laughs> high fives, high fives. But you know, and I do, I mean, I, I definitely there will be, there will be more dogs in our yes. future and I definitely the next dog will be adopted. Um, but right now for us, one dog is enough. Yes. And I think, oh, he just got a growl. <laughs> but you know, I think. But that's sensible, Stevie. I wish more people would think yeah. that way too. And you know, it does. I mean, it, it breaks my heart because I am, I do like all of these Facebook pages, the Kitty and Puppy Haven and all mm. the, you know, all of those. And I see all these dogs and those were the dogs that originally we wanted to, to adopt. But I mean, my husband and I, we haven't had a dog living in our household for, you know, the last seven or eight years. And we thought that we just wanted to start off with a breed that we knew we could handle. Yes. Because, you know, and, and, and we were able to choose a dog with a temperament that we really liked. Like Samantha is so chilled. She is all about naps and like. <laughs> Sorry, <she's- laughs> Samantha, no, no. It is so. She wants and to that, play but that, now. And that's also, but that's also the important part. Is that I get, like the hottest conversation? I've been saying no, Samantha. Shame, but now she thinks she's in trouble, and she's actually oh, being very shame. good. No, no, no. And you know, it's it's so great that people like yourself will, you know, that's in the public eye, that's a celebrity, will go out there and and talk to people and and sort of be be leaders in this whole adopt don't shop movement yeah. and um i mean we've had so many i know our next issue we've got angie woodley we've had jenna clifford who's who's incredible she helps fur free she does i think um her partner works with a rhino um anti rhino poaching uh, Gareth Cliff himself. I mean, we've had him in, in Canine Zone with his little Carl. Uh, in fact, I really still wanted to get Gareth in as a guest on, <laughs> on my show one let's day. Just, let's just call him in. <laughs> Come, Gareth. Gareth. <laughs> So I, th- I think that's great. And I, I mean, you see people like uh, Ricky Gervais mm. talking internationally and Katy Perry and Taylor Swift and all these people that are actually saying, hold on a second, let's actually do something good for, for our dogs and cats and, and, yeah. and pets. And, but, you know, at the same time, like I'm so pro adoption, I'm so pro people bringing animals into their lives. But at the same time, I'm, I want them to take like a day at least to think about it because there's not, I mean, I've wanted Samantha for the last five years, but we've been living in apartments. We've been traveling overseas and it just hasn't been, it hasn't been appropriate. And so it's only when we, we moved into our new house, which was at the beginning of this year that we finally said, we have a garden. We're in a place in our lives yes. where we can do this. Yes. Right. And so yeah. just because you have love to give, 
And just because you want a dog does not mean you should get a dog. No, and, and as you were saying earlier, it can be costly. Yeah. Vet bills are not cheap. Um, sorry, we are having such a play uh, no, on the side. I'm all, you know, normal voiced <laughs> over the, over the air, so but on the Samantha, side, we're so having a What's game. happening is Samantha has her bunny. <laughs> it is a, a fluffy bunny toy. And I literally, I think I bought it for her when she was like, she hadn't been with us for more than a week. And Samantha's a terrier, well, Boston terrier, obviously terrier. Yeah, terrier. And so, um, she like loves to do the, the neck break. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> so she'll grab Bunny by the head and she'll do this like neck flick and Bunny Bunny dies like a And like if a, I let go, she brings it back to me. Yes, because it's part of the game and she loves tug of war and she loves um she loves chasing her like balls. But then we bought her cat balls because dog balls are too big. Are too her. big. <laughs> now you know this show, this is one of my complaints about this show is it goes so fast. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty, I want to focus on you for a second. This is my last show for you know when I come back as guests or whatever but fireworks now I've got a problem with my dog she's terrified she's getting older now she's got a bit of a slow heart she has got hypothyroidism and I battle every single year and you have my my sympathies well I could take an entire show and I have in the past if anyone wants to hear go back on the podcast and you'll hear my rants and tirades about fireworks I hate them I loathe them I hate what they do but let's assume now Scotty you You've got. You've actually kindly brought me a sample of a natural product that could Abs- help my girl. Revolutionary. Let's just quickly, in the few minutes we've got left, people whose dogs are terrified of these horrific fireworks. What can people do? There's actually a lot that you can do. First of all, you've got to recognize that your dog's got a problem. And very often, you know, I, I come across a lot of people say, my dog's not scared of fireworks. He tries to jump up and catch them and mm. runs around the garden and doing all these sort of things. That's anxiety. That's actually yeah. fear. That's mm. gone into the fooling around mode. So the trouble with things like fireworks and storm phobia is it never gets better unless you do something about it. So if you can get in there right at the beginning, and get stuck in, you can actually help your dog. Um, the easiest and the simplest thing to do is to desensitize your dog to noises. And very often they will have fear of other noises and they will also be storm phobic as well. They seem to sort of work in a little bit of a pattern. So what people can do is desensitize their dog to different noises. Now, if you go onto any YouTube, you are going to get noises of of fireworks, this, that, and the other. The only trouble is with desensitizing only with a noise is you're not bringing the smell in, which is a sulfur-based smell. Oh, yes. Okay, but you can work with that as well. And you're also not bringing in the flashes, but it's incredibly easy to do it. But you have to start a couple of weeks before or preferably in winter or out of the fireworks season before November and before New Year and actually work with your dog. And what you do is you would have treats or a toy, like I would take her bunny for an Mm -hmm. example, okay, and I will have the noises of the fireworks on at a very, very low volume, and I'll actually have it a bit of a distance away from me. I will see what the dog's reaction to that is. If it's very slight or it's not at all, I'll start playing with Bunny and Samantha and I will have a good game and Mm -hmm. we'll pull it back and forward Mm -hmm. and back and forward. And as she gets more comfortable with that, then what I will do is I will up the volume very, very slightly. 
Okay, and then we have a game. And the association starts to become is that when these noisy things are on, really good it's things a good happen. Yes. Yes. A lot of people will only use food, and food does work. However, if you're looking at what we're coming up to now, which is New Year, mm-hmm. where you can have fireworks going on for 45 minutes to maybe two to three hours. Yes, then it's difficult. I, I had a border collie that had uh, a fire, uh, firework phobia after he had a an incident and I spent New Year every year for the last three years playing with a toy. Okay, but you know what? My dog was not stressing. And we got it to a manageable thing that I could sort of sit on the couch and throw it. Yeah. And we would go and get it. Because I've used food. But you, you're right. You can't yeah. keep giving titbits for tit-bits the next 45 and two they, hours. They also get very, yeah. very bored. So yes. by doing that, that is sort of doing a bit of desensitizing and counter conditioning at the same time. So the message is noises are on. A storm is around, fireworks are on, and yay, we can play. Mum and I can thing. have an absolute ball. Um, other things that are, are so easy to do is give them a hidey hole, give them a bolt hole. That is absolutely crucial. Okay. The majority of dogs will go and hide. So have an area where they can go behind something or underneath something. The other thing that you do not do is you don't pander to the behavior. Yes. So it's not, oh, my God, my baby, you let mommy pick you up and mommy mm, will make it mm. better because all you're actually doing is making the behavior worse. I, I'm one of those. What about that, like just stroking? Like if we sit on the couch together it depe- and we, you know, it depends, we it depends on the dog. I'm one of the believers that comforting your dog during a storm is fine or during fireworks is fine as long as it is done the right way. So if I had my dog sitting next to me and the fireworks and everything going on, my hand would accidentally be doing ear touches on, on, yes, the, on the ears yes. or I would be stroking between, actually it's two things people can do to help their dog calm down and they can also do it before is using a little bit of T-touch and acupressure. Now the ear and T-touch and we've talked about T-touch I think before contains over 200 acupressure points and the tip of the ear can actually stop a dog, human being, cat or anybody from going into shock. So if you just sit and you do these long strokes from the base of the ear up to the ear and over the tip you're going to help to calm the dog. Another thing you can do, and I think this was actually also in the magazine, is if you stroke sort of from the middle of the muzzle, between the eyes, going up the middle of the head, and you can see me stroking myself here, (laughs) that it's got two or three um, acupressure points which help a dog to calm down. The other one is on the sides of the eyes. Just sort of where we've got our temples, stroking there. And then what all dogs love is stroke behind their ears. Mm. But sort of, you know, if, mm. you're, if you've got a small head like Samantha's got, you could put a thumb and a forefinger on the other side and go up and down. Yes, now, yes. all of those little things will actually help, Just help, help the dog down. to cope. And you can do it beforehand as well. Um, other things you can do, and it's such a simple thing and people don't think about it, close the curtains. Okay, it stops the flashes Mm. Okay, and also it muffles the sound a little bit as well Right, right Play music Yes Okay, and if your dog is a little bit stressed um, One of my favorite things to do And I have got the most terrible voice in the world But I love singing (laughs) Is I put the radio up full blast And sing and dance with them Yes, that's what I do And the dogs, they actually love it Mm. Um, The other thing, looking at the the sample I brought you there Yes There is different medication that helps with dogs I've um, been using this product now for the last two and a half years This is Avalon Pure Avalon Pure for dogs They are absolutely an utter 
utterly revolutionary. They really are. I was working with one of the schnauzers yesterday morning who has got noise phobia, funny enough, mm-hmm. and I uh, had put some spray on her and we were working with us. And as we're going out the door, firework went off. Oh, okay. You know, people are getting ready for yeah, it. Uh, you know, these cracker things. Kids are on holiday. Yeah, and sadly. she sort of stopped, looked at her mum, looked at me, ran back three steps, came forward and said, oh, it's okay, I can cope with okay. this. Okay. So, and like, I thought you sprayed it in their mouth, but no, you don't. You no, spray it on the head. Yes. The ideal way to do it, it's a bit like the Bach flower remedies. You spray it on your hands and then you will stroke it over the dog's face and on the ear area. Apart from that, you can put your hand over the eyes and spray above the head. The spray that comes out of it is incredibly fine. So it sort of drifts down. And all of this is absorbed by the olfactory system. Okay. okay. So it it has an amazing impact because all of that goes through to the hippocampus and all these funny things that are in the mm, brain. Yes. affects the limbic se- section, which governs emotions. And it's all our innate behaviors and everything. And immediately you will get a dog calming down. Well, I'm just wondering if this would work on me because oh, I get does. so hit up on New Year's Eve. Maybe I should spray it on myself spray it. as well. I have lots of clients that do it. And, you know, talking about that, the more stressed you are, the more I know. stressed your dog is going I to. Know. It's, I know. It's terrible, yeah. Scotty. I, I try yeah. to... You know, keep myself calm. I just can't I believe that, yeah. that human beings have no thought and, 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 and it's not just our, it. it's not just cats and dogs. It's the birds. It's the wildlife. It's the horses. It's the elderly. You, know, you can't put the horse behind the couch. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What do you do with the horse? Yeah. Um, or, um, and I can't believe zoos, that we still do this, yeah. you know, to have fun while others suffer. You know, yeah. it's, it's just not yeah. cool. So but I'm definitely going to, perfect. to use this, Scotty. You know, it's, it is absolutely fantastic. But there again, I as much as I love it, there are other things to do. You know, to me, this is part of a toolbox. So yes. definitely bring in the it's behavior modification, um, bring in a bit of tea touch or uh, or the ones we were talking about now and the spray. So the more that you bring in, the more you're going to help your dog. Those do all come with behavior modifications. So okay. they've got it for barking, separation anxiety. Oh, really? Oh, they've got a full range. Now, we're going to from... I think it's the February issue of Canine Zone. We're actually going to have a little ad for this. In, I've already wrote um, and written yes, it. Yes, because I'm going to try it. Because if this works, I tell you what, it's, it's a miracle. Because for the last nine and a half years, I already dread New Year's Eve and the stupid Guy Fox thing that they do every year and whatever. So, you know, Sharon, the thing is, it will help you, but you've had nine years of it. So it's, mm. it's, unfortunately, it's not a magic wand. No, but it sure. It will reduce the dog's fear dramatically. Yes. She put it, put her on her right now. No, I'm definitely, yeah, definitely going to do that. It's amazing stuff. And, and I think, um, well, the problem is if you're not at home with your dog because you're out, can you use it before? Yes, you can. But look, if you've got a dog that is storm phobic or fireworks, mm. don't leave it alone, please. I know. I mean, imagine how you would feel if all these noises were going around. You can't get away. You're in absolute and utter panic mode. Mm. Stay with your dogs or get somebody with you. You can use it, but if you are going out, use it at least for a week before. If your dog is really bad, I would actually start using it right now, twice a day, every day. I'm going to do that because my goal's pretty bad. bad. And also put it on uh, any areas where the dog is. So if it's oh, got a bed, bed it lies in around the area and everything, and it, it will help. It's... I'm blown away by these. In, in two and a half years since I've been using them, I've not had one of my clients' dogs on Clomicom. 
Goodness me. Yeah, it's now, amazing. Now, Scotty, before we run out of time, we were talking about your website yes. and where we can get this product. How can people get hold right, of you? The, um, well, I've got various websites, as you know. The one for the uh, education is www.friendsofthedog.coza. Right. And there you can download the um, the books, the articles, whatever you want. And that is... Um, www.avalonpureforedogs.coza Okay, perfect because, uh, you know, anything we can do to help them, and this is natural, it's got no oh, it's side one, effects. 100% it's, um, herbal. You're right. 100% organic. It's not expensive either, and for people who are out of Joburg, they use a courier service. Exactly. So it's a piece so of cake. Easy, easy, easy. Very easy. Yeah. And Stevie, well, we're all going to look forward to seeing your December issue. That'll, of uh, Canine Zone. That'll so be on it's shelves. It's Samantha's December issue. It's Samantha's December issue. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate so it. So if you want to see little Samantha <laughs> and her gorgeous mummy, go and have a look. We'll be on shelves at CNA Spa, Woolworths, Pick and Pay. Selected um, pet stores as well as Macron Builders Warehouse from the 15th of December. And you can read more about Samantha and see what she looks like. And gosh, we're already running out of time. So this, as I said, is my last show as a sole host. I will be back in time as, as a guest of, of Ainsley. Please get out there, pick up your, pick up your copy of Canine Zone. I promise you, you'll learn so much uh, about your, your furry friends. And just please guys my my last message please whatever you do over this festive season have fun absolutely but just bear in mind that your fun mustn't endanger anybody else or anything else whether that's a fellow human being if you're drinking and driving or if it's animals when you're setting off fireworks or going off on holiday or whether it's you know fishing and leaving your fishing lines in in the rivers or dams where, where ducks can get caught up into it have your fun by all means but just always have that little bit of responsibility and respect for others, for nature, and and for our animals. I think that is the bottom line here, because mm. I think if we all just respect each other and our sentient beings and nature, we can really make this world a much, much better place. I really believe that. Um, I just want to send a quick shout-out. You know, I've had a lot of people listening to the show, but and this year, my family, my family, my my Ian, Aidan, and Devon, they have been my biggest cheerleaders. They've listened to every single show, especially my husband, Ian. And I just want to hi, thank Ian. them. Say hi, hi Ian. <laughs> <laughs> They've been amazing. You know, and every time I get back from doing the show, they go, oh, that was fantastic. Fantastic. So, <laughs> my biggest cheerleaders and uh, sorry to sound corny, but totally the wind beneath my wings this year. I tell you what. And um, I just want to wish you all a wonderful, safe, happy festive season and a very prosperous and happy new year. I hope that all your dreams come true and I hope you have lots and lots to be grateful for every single day. Until I'm back on air next time, I'll either see you on Canine Zone on Facebook, uh, on the Facebook or I will probably be back in studio before too long to say hi again. But thanks for listening and give all your pets a big hug from me. Bye for now. Animal Central on cliffcentral.com This is cliffcentral.com